The views expressed on the following program of those of its hosts and participants in no way reflect those of the staff or management of WNRI. The pandemic, civil unrest, protest, and the road to the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. And good afternoon, one and all. Here I am. It is uh, John DePietro. It is right now six minutes past 12. Good afternoon. We are our number two of the radio show on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Remember, folks, you can always listen online at the website, dipetro.com. I want to welcome in everybody that also enjoys it on Facebook Live. You just find my page. It's John DePetro Show on Facebook. And we have a very loyal crowd that comes in. Hello there, Erica. And there's Laura and Tracy Pellegrino and Judy with us, folks. Please, if you're watching on Facebook Live, click the like button. That's almost like you're checking in, like you're punching your ticket, saying, Juan, I've arrived. Uh, click that. That's right. They quarantine little guy. And Jeff Marie, share that you're watching with folks. You can do that as well. As we kick things off, folks, on this uh, Friday afternoon and a um, little bit unsettled, it's, it sounds like it's going to be a great weather weekend. But um, as we kick things off on this Friday, you know, I want to remind you that um, many of you may be thinking that you could use a little extra cash right now. And, folks, it's a very uncertain time. That much we know. And if maybe you are someone listening. I'm going to give you a phone number in just a moment. And what I'm suggesting is maybe you have found yourself where you would like to, (coughs) excuse me, sorry about that, folks. I always get, one gets, it's a dry cough. I have no symptoms. It is not COVID. It is just because I do so much speaking. But what I was going to say was, um, (coughs) I'm going to give you a phone number. And if you find that you'd like to be a little more liquid than you are right now, meaning, Maybe you have some things and you're saying, right now, I'd rather have cash for it. I don't know what's going to happen. Maybe you don't know about your job. You don't know. You know, they talk about a second stimulus, but we haven't seen anything. I'm going to give you the number for my friend Leo, and you can call him. And what he does is he buys gold, silver, other precious metals as well. So old or broken or new, you can call Leo at Vero Industries. Now, again, I am going to give you the phone number in just a moment. But just so you understand, it doesn't matter the condition. He'll buy and he'll treat you fairly. 40 years experience. Leo, I call him St. Leo because the guy is just a gem. He is such an inspirational individual. He is a spiritual person. He will treat you fairly. I feel... 100% confident in sending you to Leo in order to give you a fair price for silverware, jewelry, serving trays, tea and coffee sets or pieces, watches, half earring pieces. Also, a a buyer and seller of individual coins and collections. Weekend and evening appointments available. Two locations, one in East Providence, one in Warwick. You want to call Leo. It's Vero, V-E-R-O. Vero Industries, 434-8900, 434-8900. Now, let's just say, let's dream for a moment, but let's just say that you are sitting on something that maybe a, uh, a family member or relative left you. Um, Vero Industries, Leo, will give you absolutely the fairest price, folks. And I feel comfortable. It doesn't mean that you didn't love your grandmother or whoever it is that left it to you. It doesn't mean that. It just means right now, during this pandemic, that you could use some cash. And maybe you have gold or silver, other precious metals, uh, silverware, 
Vero, V-E-R-O, Vero Industries, 401-434-8900. Hey, better to be liquid now. We don't know what's going to happen, let alone if Biden actually gets in office. Vero Industries, call Leo, St. Leo, 401-434-8900, 434-8900. It's Vero Industries, and again, over 40 years experience buying gold, silver, other precious metals, 434-8900. Well, folks, again, good afternoon to everybody. Remember, you can always listen, 99.9 FM, AM 1380. You can always listen online at the website, petro.com And I always encourage people to go, uh, excuse me, to log on and visit the website, petro.com which is really, folks, again, you can be a supporter of the show. But uh, I'm, I'm just so proud with the way petro.com how it just continues to evolve. It's becoming more and more popular. And there's so many exclusive stories, such as, that you can read at the website, petro.com And uh, by the way, while we're speaking of that, though, at the top... On the right-hand side, you see a Listen Live button. You can click on that and listen to the program wherever you are. And then right below that, you see Support the John DePietro Radio Show, Facebook Live, DePietro.com. Folks, see that yellow button? Just think, you could be a supporter of the program. Think of the pride you carry around of uh, of having one out there doing these stories, bringing you the truth like no one else does. And then also you can contact me there. If you, by the way, we have a few slots. If you would like to advertise on the program, reach like-minded individuals, why not? You can click that and find out. But Ramundo opens door at ACI. Now, the mainstream media is not reporting this story. And many of you know I don't follow the mainstream media. Folks, we go for the truth. I treat you as an adult. I treat you that let's let's cut through a lot of the BS. I'd like to tell you exactly as it says. He tells it like it is. You're an adult. I'm going to report to you the information and then you can decide. That's the way that I like to operate. I respect you. I respect your judgment. You, I will deliver for you the information and then you decide how you want to process it. So Ramundo opens door at ACI, highest in the nation. Do you realize that? No one is reporting that because they're all in love with her, right? They are. Let's be honest. They are. The media, they love her. Good luck trying to find a negative story. 32% of the inmates at the ACI have been set free. Now, on the one hand, hold on, time out. On one hand, those correctional officers have been ripping off the state big time. So the correctional officers of the ACI took advantage because they gave him an endorsement for the reelection, and they ran up overtime uh, charges to the state to the tune of $30 million in overtime. Complete abuse. And many times, folks, I have illustrated that if you have a prisoner at Walpole Prison, think of this now, Walpole, right off of 95, right in Massachusetts, you have a prisoner there at Walpole, which is a similar f- facility to the ACI. It costs $60,000 a year to guard that prisoner at Walpole Prison in Massachusetts. Ready? Take the same prisoner, put him at the ACI. How much are the correctional officers' unions ripping us off? That same prisoner at the ACI, $180,000. It's, it's mind-blowing. And as we have said, why not just house all our prisoners, farming out there? So on the one hand, I do like the fact Governor Mundo didn't like that the prison guards were gouging us and doing these ridiculous, oh, yeah, I work 32 hours straight. There's no cameras in there. We can't see whether or not they're working. We can't see if they're clocking in or if you work uh, 
24 hours, supposedly, then you get paid for the additional eight. Well, anyway, they were ripping us off big time. Think of that, $30 million in overtime at the ACI. So on the one hand, I am glad they flush out to say, hey, guess what? Now you're not getting any overtime to guard. Who are you going to guard? There's no one to guard. But at the same time, folks, 32% of the population has been let loose. That's why crime is up. Also, staying at the website now. I wrote why Governor Armando was wrong about the beach parking. You can read that. And, and this is almost like an editorial. Uh, I, I firmly believe this. You know, there was so much effort put into getting money for illegal aliens, testing illegal aliens, right? Walk-up centers, Providence, in Oneyville, in Central Falls. I wish the governor would put as much effort into helping regular working taxpayer families in the state. As much as she put in to trying to help and hold the hands of these illegal aliens through the pandemic. Folks, there's also a story on Channel 10. And again, that it says, oh, Rhode Island is a huge shortage of low-income housing. Rhode Island has a terrible shortage of low-income housing. Folks, if you deported, who do you think is taking up all these low-income housing units? It's the illegals. That's who splits... If you don't have the illegals, we have plenty of low-income housing. Plenty. But when you have the illegals taking up large numbers of of apartments, when you have an additional 30 to 50,000 people, right, in in Woonsocket, Pawtucket, Providence, and Central Falls, where the bulk of them live, especially in Providence and Central Falls, they're taking up a lot in Pawtucket. They're taking up a lot of the low-income housing. We don't have a problem with low-income housing. If, if, If you flushed out and deported all the illegals, all the homeless people would have a place to live. All these people that say, I can't afford low-income, they would, there'd be plenty of room there. But the illegals are taking them up. Now also, some of the other stories now, staying with, at the website, depetro.com. Thousands expected at Black Lives Matter rally Saturday. Now, I broke the story on this. And I know uh, I have been hearing from people that other members of the media are starting to pick up on it. Like, whatever, folks, right? Those of you that listen to the program know what else is new. Juan always comes out with it first, and then uh, the rest of them try to keep up and uh, follow. But this is now, keep in mind, the governor is saying, well, we are going to crack down at the beaches, and we're going to crack down on these people that are not wearing masks and so forth, and closing... 75% of the parking at Musquamacate and Scarborough Beach will not be allowed. They're going to cut down on this. But thousands are expected tomorrow. Roger Williams Park, Black Lives Matter rally and graduation party for the graduates of 2020. And who is the guest speaker speaking? Dr. Scott, Dr. Nicole Alexander Scott. So that should be interesting. Now, I believe I'm going to cover that because obviously, folks, what I want to see is how much are they going to follow social distancing and masks? And then the other story, how about Black Lives Matter enters the classroom? Again, these are all stories. You're not going to find them on, on the Providence Journal. You're certainly not going to find them with Pork Boy and his incompetent, the three blind mice down the dial at uh, White People Radio Only at WPRO. No, <clears throat> Black Lives Matter. These are now courses being introduced into the Rhode Island classrooms. You can read the story there. And then, folks, the big story. Now, if you, um, for those that have Facebook, you know that Facebook Live, I did a Facebook Live yesterday. A Trump store has opened on Mineral Spring Avenue in North Providence. <clears throat> Now, what we learned, first of all, you can see the video. Those not on Facebook 
I am posting Facebook Live videos on the website, petro.com. Now, wait till you see, if you haven't seen it yet, the vicious threats and remarks that members of Antifa, protesters, Black Lives Matter, anti-police factions that they are making towards this store. Folks, if this were any other type of store, it would never be allowed and law enforcement would intervene. Now, this Trump store in North Providence, and again, if you go to the website, you can see the video. I film exactly where it is. So people, where is it? Like, what are you, what are you, like, when did certain people become Ray Charles? How do you, what frightens me is some of you people actually drive. Just watch the blanking video and the answer is there. God, I don't know how some people get out of bed in the morning. But anyhow, now this store was attacked. It was vandalized already. They've been open for like two days. So, but you can see the video. We're right there. But what is very, very disturbing to me is these threats online where their people are saying that they are going to uh, vandalize the store, close. How about some people saying they should close that store? Some of the uh, defund the police, the Antifa, uh, anti-government, anarchist Black Lives Matter protesters saying the Trump campaign store should not be allowed to be open in Rhode Island. And they are dead wrong. Folks, they have every right to be open. Think about that. What is this? What do you mean they don't have a right? You go inside, there's beautiful Trump signs and hats, and uh, there's another store that's going to be opening. Since when are they allowed to make threats that they're going to burn the place down? And and I know that people are riled up, and many people are going by it. I know. I've heard from some North Providence police. It's right on Middle Spring, right towards the end, closer to where you would get to... um, like 295. Uh, it's not at like the 146 part. It's it's farther down, um, whatever that is, wherever that goes into. I think, is that, I don't even, is that Smithfield, I think? I'm not even sure. But anyhow, way down towards the end of Middle Spring Avenue in North, North Providence. Um, but uh, members of Antifa and, um, and other radical far left anti-government groups threatening to burn down the Trump store in North Providence. Other people want to petition that it should be closed. Uh, there are certain Black Lives Matter members and others online, some of the far left progressive Democrats saying that either A, the store should be vandalized or B, they never should have been given a permit to open. It should be closed. Now, think of that. Excuse me. This is the United States of America. This isn't Seattle. This isn't Portland. And it's not New York City where they can openly Beat the police. This is how brazen these people are. Also, on the um, website of uh, DePetro.com, you can see the video. Where, you know, and I just have a problem with this of Governor Raimondo suggesting, because I was trying to say to her, well, it really doesn't work. What do you mean you're going to close the beach this weekend? It's going to be over 90 on Saturday and Sunday. And and I, I think I make a valid point. You have people that, you know, this is going to be the vacation for a lot of people, just going down to some of the south county beaches and trying to enjoy themselves before we all get locked up again with the second wave and the governor said well then they can go at night who's going to bring some young children can you imagine pack a family full of your children and you just want to go and let them dig in the sand and who knows maybe you say you know what the hell with it i'm going to go for a swim even though the water temperature is only 66 degrees but no no you can go at night you're not going to go at night that's not an answer um I found the governor's answer on that very, very disappointing. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show 
is brought to you by Rhode Island's number one garden center, PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, located 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. It's Steve, it's Debbie, it's Junior, it's Byron. It's right off of Route 4. Look for them on Facebook. They're right across from where Alley's Donuts used to be before they became Antifa Donuts. At PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, 12-inch pots of perennials, hibiscus, 12-inch pots of delilahs and daffodils, assorted colors. Folks, stop in. They have a great website, by the way, prmaterials.shop. Look for them on Facebook. It's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. This business of the Trump store, you know, this also goes, I received an email and I wasn't even aware of this. Apparently, Pork Boy, Dan Pork, who has massacred Afternoon Drive at my old station, WPRO. I, I just learned, so he's now a writer for the Valley Breeze. So the Valley Breeze, what kind of statement are they making? They find the biggest Trump hater in the world, and not only a Trump hater, Pork Boy, as many people call him, Dan Pork, he also insults Trump supporters and and ridicules them and blah, blah, blah. And that's who, you know, I, I respected Tom Ward, but that new, who's the new publisher? Someone was telling me this yesterday. Ethan, that little weasel Ethan Shorey, is he the publisher there so they hired pork boy so they say let's hire the biggest trump hater in the world and it's one thing that that dean pork hates president trump but he ridicules trump supporters as if there's something wrong with you that you don't want to support joe biden i was surprised to hear that i haven't read it yet i'll have to look for it later it's on my list of things too but someone was telling me that Yesterday, and uh, I'm usually up on that type of thing, but it, it got by me for some reason. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro show is brought to you by Competition Shooting Supplies. Folks, as crime continues to go up, listen, Competition Shooting Supplies. Stop it and see John Francis. Call him at 727-1716. Competition Shooting Supplies. It's 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. You will benefit by going to competition shooting supplies. No doubt about it. They say defund the police. You say competition shooting supplies. They say they want to vandalize the Trump store. They say they want to loot and burn things and arson. You say competition shooting supplies. 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. Call them at 727-1716. Firearms, ammunition, accessories. And John Francis is so knowledgeable. Stop in and see him. It's competition shooting supplies. Well, folks, good afternoon on this Friday. It's uh, 1225 actually on this Friday. We have a guest coming up. Mark Mix is going to join us in just a moment. But, folks, I also want to mention I am um, I am just heartbroken over this story in East Providence. And, um, you know, I, I just don't think I don't know when people are ever going to learn. And what I have a problem is it, it, it's one thing if. Someone wants to have a dangerous animal and they they want to live in a home with a dangerous animal. But when you have a child and that child has no option, um, I just when it when are people going to learn that the, the, these stories, how many times do we have to say that if you want to have a little child? You, you you can't have a pit bull in the home. Oh, no, my dog, he wouldn't do anything. Yeah, okay, well, you know, how many times do we hear this? It's so frightening to me. The child has no option. The dog is an animal. 
Okay, the pit bull is a certain breed. I I don't get the disconnect. This this was avoidable. A one-year-old child was killed in East Providence by the family dog. Let me guess. That's right. A pit bull. What what is wrong with these people? Why would you have that? Of all the little all the beautiful dog breeds you could have. I am a dog lover. But the, oh, no, my dogs, huh? my dog wouldn't hurt nobody. Yeah, okay. Now you have to live with that. You have to live with that. Was it really worth it? You couldn't have any other dog. No, I've got to have a pit bull. Killed a little young 15-month-old girl. Horrible. Let me hear the story on Channel 12 update to a vicious dog attack that happened yesterday in East Providence. We now know that a 15-month-old baby girl uh, was killed in that attack. God. I'm a news reporter. Kate Walsh is live in the control room with the latest developments Terrible. from police today. Well, Danielle, it's truly a horrific update to a story that happened yesterday afternoon, and we've been following every step of the way for you. Just about an hour and a half ago, East Providence police confirmed that the 15-month-old girl was attacked viciously by a pit bull-type breed. And this morning, we reported how two people were rushed to the hospital. Well, we've now found out that those people were actually two adult family members who were injured by the dog as well, trying to intervene and save that baby girl's life. Life. This is what the scene looked like around 3 o'clock on Brookhaven Drive in East Providence yesterday afternoon. There's no word on what caused the attack, and there's no known history of violence with this particular dog, according to police. But they say they tried to save the baby at the scene, and she died shortly after arriving at Hasbro Children's Hospital from those injuries. Those two family members were hurt trying to save her from the dog, and they were rushed to Rhode Island Hospital. The dog was hurt during all of this and was in the backyard where police ended up killing it. Police are still investigating now into what might have caused that dog to attack in the first place as the family now grieves learning of this news yesterday afternoon as well as overnight and us today. So we'll continue to update you on this story and the investigation as it continues both on air and on our website at WPRI.com. Live in the control room, I'm Kate Walsh, Eyewitness News. Oh really? Are the police searching for a motive? There is no motive. It's an animal. They're trying to search for the motive of why the dog, because it's that type of breed. Oh, my God. Nothing. Motive. Well, we need to find the motive. The dog, it was put down. Totally avoidable. Totally avoidable. That dog never hurt nobody. You can't have an animal like that around a child. And, of course, there's two other family members. Once the dog goes off and starts hurting people, then it's an animal. You can't reason with it. They want to find out what happened with the dog. Oh. Okay. Oh, they didn't interview the dog at the scene? What kind of blank and report is that? Folks, it is, what, what is wrong with these people? Dog, we, they never hurt nobody. It's, listen, there's a reason that breed, a mixed type of pit bull, that's the dog you have to have with a 15-month-old child. Don't understand. Now, again, we don't know all the particulars. I don't know if they were visiting. We don't know if I, I don't know. Who knows? Was the dog new? Was the dog belong to someone who was visiting? Or is that the dog in the home? This has repeatedly happened. This is a young child whose life is gone. You can always get another dog. I repeat, you can always get another dog.
It is sad when a dog dies. It is. And I say that as a dog owner, and I love little Rummy, little Rumsfeld. But it is an animal. They die, and they can be replaced. You can't replace a child. 15-month-old. How vicious was this dog? Two family members hurt. Oh, it's so horrific. I'm telling you. I just... How many times? And I've done shows of people, oh, my dog would never hurt anybody until it does. Until it does. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro show, it's avoidable. There are certain things that aren't avoidable. That is avoidable. You bring a dog like that into a home with a child. An adult is one thing. A 15-month-old child, they have no option. You are increasing the likelihood and chances of something bad happening. That's what you've done. Terrible. Couldn't have another dog. Had to be that type of dog. Hmm. This portion of the program brought to you by It's My Health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Now listen, your assignment for the weekend. Stop in and see Marie. I'm going to hold up a picture. In that old white church, Menden Road in Cumberland. I'll bet many of you have driven by it. Well, inside is my friend Marie. It's my health in Cumberland. Vitamins, herbal remedies, trusted companies, local products like a kaiberry, honey, maple syrup, beef fresh gum, over 250 bulk herbs, teas, and spices. That can be purchased by the ounce, plus boxed herbs and teas, hemp and CBD products. Maybe you're having problems sleeping. Stop it and see Marie at It's My Health. You know why? Because it's your health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. You can call her at 305-3585. It's My Health is the name of the store. She does have a Facebook page. And inside that store, da, 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 they have a beautiful, why not pick up a bottle of a Kyberry? Look at that beautiful bottle. An incredible antioxidant, a Kyberry. Stop it and see her. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. It's my health. Call Marie, 305-3585, and stop it and see her. Well, folks, um, good afternoon. It's John DePietro. It, it is just, that story is just so horrific to me because it is, it, it is just so avoidable. And that little girl did not have a chance. And that little girl did not... Want to be part of that? She had no choice. It is a 15-month-old little girl. My God. And now lost her life due to a vicious dog attack. Completely avoidable. Now, I do want to, we have a guest coming up in just a moment, Mark Mix, who is uh, terrific. But I also want to update you that last night, I know a lot of people, um, sometimes myself, can be critical of the president, Senate president, Dominic Ruggiero. And but I'll say this about Senate President Dominic Ruggiero. Number one, the guy's not he is not intimidated by anybody. Number two, his word is his bond. He is a dependable stand-up guy. Mattiello belongs in prison. And I think eventually Mattiello will be in prison. Ruggiero is a respected, many would say feared. But a respected guy, Senate President Dominic Ruggiero. But what he did last night was was probably one of the most courageous things that I have seen of someone at that Rhode Island State House. And that is he stopped her in her tracks, that Nellie Gorbia, Secretary of State, who was trying to 
completely destroy the election as far as with she wanted all mail ballots and he wouldn't hear of it. And it passed the House. It certainly passed with Matty Yellow, but it didn't pass the Senate. So it didn't go forward. And she's all upset. And I love he swung back at her and said, hey, guess what, Gorbia? The race for governor is in 2022. It's not right now. I love that. He's not what, He's going to stand up. To, he's afraid of that. Absolutely not. That is great. So Senate President Dominic Ruggiero, folks, again, this this was a big time play because she ran that through the House and she thought, well, we'll just push it through the Senate. But Ruggiero said, hey, Madam Secretary, the gubernatorial election is 2022, not this year, because she put out a statement on fall election bills. I'm an advocate of early in-person voting and, uh, you know, blah, blah, blah. The Rhode Island Senate has failed not addressing legislation, make it easier to cast a ballot from the safety of home. You know why? Because he would not go along. She wants all mail ballots. And she is not to be trusted. And I, she's another one. Thank God he stood up to her. This whole charade of the mail ballots. Yeah, you know why? Because she wants to gin up a bunch of a ballots for Biden and then try to get a job with his administration and say, look at this. I delivered the highest win total for you with mail ballots that Nellie Gorbia and Greg Perry, who works for the uh, Senate of those who did apply for and receive ballots during the presidential pri- preference primary. One third went unreturned. One hundred three thousand ballots went out. Forty six thousand ended up in the trash. It's a waste. You also wrote, any Rhode Island voter wants to vote by mail can right now. No need to waste taxpayer dollars in mailing them something they can already access. The last time, Nellie Gorbia sent 780,000 applications. 626,000 ended up in the trash. It is about time that someone stood up to her. Ridiculous. You know, I'll have to find. I just, just saw an email. Someone said that Gorbia was interviewed with Pork Boy the other night. I was unaware of that. Been busy, folks, working out of the stories. I am so glad that the Senate knocked that down. And I don't think, I have no reason to believe that, um, I, I don't know, someone was suggesting Governor Amundo could pick up the mantle and try to do an executive order regarding uh, mail ballots. I, I am not convinced of that. I am not convinced that that is going to happen. There is no love uh, between the governor and Nellie Gorbia because she backed that Matt Brown uh, when he was having a primary against Governor Raimondo. So um, I'm not convinced that that's happening. Someone was asking me, you know, do you think that that maybe um, that Governor Raimondo would try to sign that into an executive order. And my answer on that is I, I don't think that's going to happen. Now, coming up, we are going to um, speak with Mark Mix, who is a National Right to Work Committee president, is, um, is going after Team Biden and telling them to end this corruption. And there's a lot of corruption, as a matter of fact. There's a lot of corruption. And um, we're going to uh, talk to Mark Mix about that, folks, um, coming up. Because what what is happening with that already, 
with the Biden administration or what they want as the Biden administration. We're going to talk to Mark Mix about that national right to work in just a moment. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro show on this Friday. Now, let's just say here it is Friday. It's the weekend. And, and maybe you have some appliances that are not working. All right. My question is why? Why have a broken appliance? If you have an ice maker in your refrigerator, make sure it's working. Is there something wrong with your washing machine or your dryer? I'm not trying to get personal here, but is there something wrong with the stove or the microwave? Call Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096, 401-710-7096. If your appliance is dying, just call Ryan, Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. Repairs on all makes and models of appliances, and he comes to you, by the way. This isn't unplug your your stove and lug it in somewhere. Or he will come to your home and repair your appliance. Whatever it may be. Washing machine, dryer, stove, refrigerator, dishwasher. He can also hook up your garbage disposal or if there's a problem with it. Uh, any appliance. Ryan's Appliance Repair. If your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. 401-710-7096. 401-710-7096. Saturday appointments are available. All work is guaranteed for 90 days, parts and labor. And senior citizens discounts are available. Serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Ryan's Appliance Repair. 401-710-7096. Well, folks, good afternoon. It's 1240 on this Friday. Again, a very busy weekend for those that enjoy Facebook Live. People like seeing Juan out in the field. We have a very busy weekend. Now, I'm not going to tip off what it's going to be because I have found now that other members of the media like to try to tail me to see exactly where I'm going to go. Uh, so we're not going to do that. But if you follow the Facebook page, John DePietro Show, you will get notifications um, of where exactly I'm going to be. But you're going to love some of the things we're going to do this weekend as we go out in the field and try to unveil and get, you know, the truth for you, as many people have been following that many times when you're watching um, other members of the media, they tend to report with what the press releases are. And I'll tell you right now, someone who has the media wrapped around their finger, I have been telling you that a lot of these teachers, because of the powerful teachers unions, they're not going back to school. What do you mean they're not? Go- I'm just telling you they're not going back to school. Uh, Governor Raimondo issued a press release this morning, and she's trying to say and tell people that we fully expect people and we're going to have different plans. Um, I don't think it's going to be initially Governor Raimondo wanted everybody back in the classroom. The problem is President Trump said he wanted everyone back in the classroom. So what do you think the reaction is? Well, Now we're not sure we need everyone in the classroom. So there's a joint statement put out this morning from Governor Raimondo, Education Commissioner Angelica Infante-Green, and now Dr. Nicole Alexander-Scott. In recognition of the deadline for submission of draft school reopening plans, the Rhode Island Department of Education, they issued the statement, every step of the way, our state's response to COVID-19 has been driven by science. We have rejected the false choice of an all-or-nothing approach and taken targeted, data-driven steps to keep Rhode Island safe. As we look forward toward reopening schools, 
We're going to continue to put public health first, rely on facts and science, making the best decision. What this means, folks, is as I was already now in Providence, the teachers don't have a contract. And that's a very powerful teachers union. That is American Federation of Teachers. That is Randy Weingarten. She is in the pocket of Joe Biden. Joe Biden, if he gets elected, is the death knell for education. Former Vice President Biden says that if he is elected president, he's going to put an end to charter schools. And every, and he wants to, uh, you know, no more uh, school choice. He doesn't believe in homeschooling. Biden says we're going to get rid of these charter schools where these kids are performing so well. We're going to make them, no matter how poor they are, they're going to these failed government public schools, which have completely failed. He is in the pocket of the teachers union. Now, the teachers union, the teachers in Providence don't have a contract. I don't know about the teachers union in some of the other cities and towns. I know that Woonsocket is American Federation of Teachers. I believe in Warwick is definitely AFT, American Federation of Teachers, along with Providence. They're using COVID as an excuse. They're already putting it out there. It's the bargaining chip. They want more money, but their method to get more money is they're going to say, we don't feel safe. And they don't want to be in the classroom. They don't. They're already saying a lot of the teachers are older. The schools are old. And they are putting out a full court. Well, they're starting to already put, we're not going back. They don't care. You know, it's so sad, folks, because I believe there are teachers. I, I, I'm one of those people. I believe it is a calling. And there are, like many of you, I've been shaped by tremendous teachers in my life. Um, in, in education, when you're growing up. And I'm still very fond. One of the greatest compliments I have is my favorite teacher of all time, Helen Gannon. My sixth grade teacher who changed my life. She occasionally, I'll see her tune in on Facebook Live and so forth. My mother was a teacher. Uh, one of my siblings is a college professor. So, um, you know, I have great respect for teachers. But the teacher union is a different story, right? The teacher's union, especially in Providence, it's all about the money. And they just want more money. And there's never enough money. They would never say... You know, that's enough. No, nope. More, more, more. That's what it's all about. More, more, more. And now it's not that they're unhappy with the contract. They don't feel safe going back in the classroom. Well, folks, we're going to talk about that coming up. And joining us right now, joining us, he is with the um, National Right to Work. He is the president. And uh, joining us, he's a terrific guest, is our friend Mark Mix, President uh, Mark Mix. Good afternoon, Mark Mix. Hey, John. Good to be on with you. Thanks for the opportunity. I was just um, saying that already, you know, locally they're having some problems with uh, various teachers unions who one in in particular uh, is a very poorly run um, teachers union or as far as performance within the schools. They don't have a contract. They are American Federation of Teachers with Randy Weingarten. They're using the COVID as a bargaining chip to try to get their members more money. And I was just explaining that former Vice President Joe Biden, he could not be more controlled or in the pocket of Randy Weingarten and the American Federation of Teachers, where Biden has already said, oh, we're going to get rid of these charter schools. We need everyone going to these failed government schools controlled by the teachers unions. 
Yeah, John, this is, uh, you know, the, the, the other side always says never let a good crisis go to waste. And they certainly have a crisis here, a perceived crisis, and they're basically taking every opportunity to leverage taxpayers, leverage politicians, especially politicians like Joe Biden, who really, you know, are, are asking for the endorsement of these union officials, not rank and file members, but union officials. You know, you have a teacher's union in California that's saying you've got to defund the police before they'll go back to work. And uh, you have to have insurance for everybody at taxpayer expense and before they'll go back to work. It's just outrageous the demands that these union officials can make. But then again, the legislature in Rhode Island, the legislature in California, and even the Congress in Washington, D.C. is looking at a bill that would federally mandate the unionization of every government employee across the country. It's really outrageous. Wow. Now, Mark, but the reason we wanted to have you on was uh, Biden just refuses to call out a lot of the corruption that's involved with many of these unions. Yeah, absolutely, John. And, and there's one glaring example right now, and that's the United Auto Workers Union. You know, I don't know if folks have been following the story very closely. The, the so-called mainstream media doesn't follow it very much. But uh, 11 top officials of the United Auto Workers Union, these are the people, not the locals, but the international union based in Detroit, have now pled guilty. And some of them are serving jail time right now over racketeering and embezzlement of union members' money for cigars and private plane tickets and lavish stays at hotels. It's just outrageous that these union officials who were in states that don't have right-to-work laws can force someone to pay dues or fees to keep their job and turn around and use that money in an extortionate, racketeering way to benefit themselves. It's really disgusting. And Joe Biden has gladly accepted the endorsement of this union when these millions and millions and millions of dollars that have been misused are, you know, they're going flowing to his campaign. He ought to give it back. He ought to give it back and tell the workers of the United Auto Workers Union that he won't take money from an, from a, uh, an establishment there that has been, you know, uh, charged with, with embezzlement and racketeering. You know what's um you know what's amazing, Mark, and a lot of people don't realize is some people um, talk about you know the tech industry out in Silicon Valley and boy the unions they would love to be involved with a lot of uh, different tech companies, but the workers reject them because of just you know the dues to the fact that they uh, they basically you know don't need them. But President Trump, we really haven't had a president like this in a while, Mark, that stands up to these corrupt unions. Yeah, exactly. He's standing up for rank-and-file workers across the country is what he's doing. I think the evidence was pretty clear in 2016 that, you know, you don't win in states like Michigan, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, Ohio, unless, you know, regular, ordinary working men and women are supporting your agenda. And in that case, the president did win. Hillary Clinton was the beneficiary of literally hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars of union cash for her campaign. But yet Donald Trump, in his, uh, his message to make America great, to keep uh, to increase manufacturing strength of our country, and that has an impact on those states that I mentioned, I mean, that agenda actually uh, convinced the Americans that he ought to be president of the United States. Guys like Joe Biden, guys like Barack Obama, and, uh, and Hillary Clinton, who have basically gone to these union officials on bended knee asking for their money and their support, recognize or don't recognize the disconnect between union officials and the rank-and-file workers they claim to represent. There is a growing chasm between those two parts of the union movement, for sure, John. Hey, Mark, before I let you go, how significant is it that the police union, that normally you would think, you know, uh, I'm sure Biden thought going into this election that he would have that endorsement wrapped up, but when you are talking about 
you know, part of the Biden candidacy is defund the police um, here in Rhode Island that, you know, there were even people are talking about reparations. Um, how significant is it that the police union, they've come out and endorsed President Trump? Well, I think the president has stood up for the for the 99.95% of all police officers who go out there day in and day out and serve the public. They do indeed protect and serve. We know that there there's a very small group of, of police officers that make it to give a bad name to everyone there, at least in the mainstream media's uh, parlance, for sure. But the police unions want someone who will stand up for justice, stand up for protecting American citizens. President Trump has articulated that agenda. I think Joe Biden is more interested in the union officials' endorsement than he is in the rank-and-file endorsement of, of police officers and firefighters across the country. You know, he's taken the endorsement of the Firefighters Union, their president, their international president, under a cloud of, uh, of investigation for taking pension money that he wasn't allowed to take from uh, a firefighter's pension fund. It's just really outrageous how these union officials use their power, their monopoly power granted by government, to basically uh, ignore the, uh, the, the, the wants and the needs of rank-and-file workers and use it to their own benefit. I think the president's agenda supports police officers, and I think police officers responded in kind. Mark, how can people uh, learn more about the organization and support your fine organization? Well, they can find us on the internet at www.nrtw.org, nrtw.org, and or they can listen to your show, Johnson, since you're rated in the top 100 of all talkers across the country. That's a pretty exciting place to be as well. That is that is exactly right. That is very nice of you. Thank you. That, that uh, did come out today, and I'll, I'll take the congratulations on that. Hey, Mark, great to talk to you. Thank you. Keep up the good work, and we'll talk to you again. Thanks, John. All right, folks, there it is, Mark Mix joining us. That is very nice of him, and that is true. Uh, I was uh, notified earlier this morning, and uh, once again, Juan, uh, it's very nice of the people there recognized as one of the top talk hosts in the uh, in the entire country. So very, very uh, appreciative. That's very nice of him to say that, folks. It also shows how the word spreads on something like that. It's John DePietro on this Friday at 1252 on this uh, Friday. Uh, there is no Governor Raimondo press briefing. That will return next Wednesday, although the numbers are ticking up and the problem in the nursing homes are ticking up. But, folks, across the country, I'm seeing that the military is being sent out in Texas and California and Florida right now is a mess. So I recognize that I'm not going to try to convince anyone about the mask. I'm not. There are many of you, for some reason, people have decided that... The not wearing of the mask is the hill that they set up. And I I realize I'm not going to convince anyone of that. It reminds me of um, it reminds me of people that don't like to wear a seatbelt. And I've never understood that because it is safer. Um, There are people who don't exercise. There are people who smoke, even though it's bad for you. But I'm not. Those of you that don't want to wear a mask. I'm just telling you it's shifting in the other direction. You're going to see more stores. I know people want to say, well, Fauci said you don't have to wear it. Well, you know, listen, sometimes with a storm, they may say we think it's only going to be two to four inches. And then they say, hey, wait a minute. This happened and this happened. Now we're upping the snow total to it could be two feet of snow. If you want to say you said two to four inches, if you want to stick with that, I am not. I'm obviously not going to convince anyone otherwise. Uh, To me, it makes basic sense. But Kellyanne Conway, who, let's go back to 2016. There were two people that put 
President Trump other than himself in that office. And it was Steve Bannon and Kellyanne Conway. They joined the campaign in September of 2016. They turned it around. The president was trailing Hillary Clinton in August badly, was not expected to win. I think you're going to see both of them come back into the fold. Um, The president had been relying on Paul Manafort. Before that, he had Corey Lewandowski, who only brought him so far. But Kellyanne Conway said this morning she would like to see the president go back to these COVID-19 press briefings with Dr. Fauci and Dr. Burks. And I completely agree with her. And I've been saying that consistently all along. And I recognize there are high profile people pushing the president away from Fauci. Someone I highly admire and have had the privilege of getting to know, Rush, Laura Ingram, some of these others on the right. For whatever reason, they're anti-Fauci. I don't get it. The guy's brilliant. The guy is wildly popular. Dr. Fauci is popular in the United States, much the way like a Judge Caprio is popular. And Dr. Fauci is very popular with senior citizens. The president, if he wants to get reelected, I would embrace Dr. Fauci. I think the president should embrace the crisis. Forget about the economy for now. You got to fix what's going on in Florida, Texas, California, these other states. They're all ticking up. Get a handle on this thing. Then, in the next four years, when the president's reelected, then we can focus on getting the economy working again. Are there some Democrats that are purposely trying to hurt the president? Absolutely. Yes, there are. But despite that, um, you, you, there's a major problem with what's going on in Texas, Florida, California, and some other states, as a matter of fact. This, but, but I believe the president is going to shift gears here a little bit and say he was doing better when he was doing those briefings with Dr. Burks and, and Dr. Fauci, I believe. This portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by A.E. Mazika Insurance Services. Folks, here's the thing on this Friday. I want you to save money. I want you to have more of your own money. Scott and Alex, A.E. Mazika Insurance Services, they will help you save money. Why not call for a free consultation? How much is it? It's a free consultation. 353-9300. A.E. Mazika Insurance Services. 1529 Middle Spring Avenue, North Providence. Why not call... And set up a free consultation. Now, they're licensed Rhode Island, Massachusetts, and Florida. On top of that, they will help you. Let them help you save money. Auto insurance, home insurance, business insurance, life insurance. Also, this time of year, maybe insurance on your boat, motorcycle, RV, jet skis, off-road vehicles, A.E. Mazika Insurance Services. Look for them on Facebook, their website, A.E. Mazika, M-A-Z-I-K-A, Mazika.com, or call them at 353-9300, located 1529 Middle Spring Avenue in North Providence. It's Scott and Alex. It's A.E. Mazika Insurance Services. And it's so simple. I want you to picture, if they saved you $200 a month, That's like giving yourself a raise of practically $2,500 a year. If I told you right now, could you use an additional $2,500? You'd say, absolutely. How about $300 extra a month? A.E. Mazika Insurance Services, 401 
353-9300. Folks, uh, again, the Power Hour is uh, next. We have another hour to go here on the show on this Friday. And next hour, we are going to talk about uh, an expert as more communities are looking at this defund the police and what exactly it means. And uh, more people are realizing that this is a time that you have to step up. I never thought we'd be in this situation. I didn't. Um, And many people are realizing that they didn't think they would be in a situation where they need to arm themselves. Or as I've told you, many Many companies are saying maybe at least one employee should be armed at work. But when they're talking about, look at like Mayor Alorza is talking about this whole business of of defund the police and also reparations. And how about in, I mean, in the city of Woodsocket with all these progressives, these far left progressives that are running for city council seats. My God, talk about the destruction of a city. Um, we're going to talk about this whole business of the defund the police and, and what it means for you. Now, again, I want to remind you, please go to the website, folks, to Petro.com. Everybody on Facebook Live, it's going to be a busy weekend with Facebook Live. Some great uh, stories that we're going to cover. If, if you're not on Facebook, that's fine. You can go to the website, to Petro.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com. You can contact me there. You can support the show. And also you can see a lot of the video that we do with uh, Facebook Live, whether it be the protesters outside of Governor Armando's house or the members of Black Lives Matter saying if President Trump wins, they're going to burn down uh, the, the state. And also the uh, we went on a tour at the Trump store in North Providence yesterday as well. So coming up, we're going to have the one o'clock news. We have another big hour to go. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, petro.com. The Power Hour is coming up right now. It's 1 o'clock.